0: women as change agents in the book of Numbers. 27, 1-11, we saw five women who were known as the daughters of Zelophehad. Zelophehad was a descendant of Joseph, and he was among those that died in the wilderness because they complained against God. Zelophehad had no son except for these five daughters. These five women were grieved, and they approached the authorities. The question is, why were they grieved? Patriarchy is a system of male dominance where importance and power are given to them and folk and is common in most societies of the world. The female gender is seen as less important and is relegated to the background as second-class citizens. Most of us went through the socialization process where favoritism is geared towards the male children at the expense of the female ones, particularly regarding resource allocation. We grew up with a mindset that the males should always have the best of everything in life, that we are inferior to them, and right from our foundation, we developed a complex. Thank God for education, with its overwhelming benefits to humanity, is an eye-opener to primitive societies regarding the identity of the female gender. Many changes have taken place over the years and are still going on in defining the place of a woman, even in modern societies. Looking through the scriptures, we see the prevalence of the patriarchal system. In places where the census was taken, women and children were excluded in the number. Women had no right to inheritance. In the case of these daughters of Zalafahad, their father's inheritance was to be passed on to their uncles because he had no son. This formed the basis of their grievance. I want us to take a critical look at the five admirable qualities of these five women. They recognized the place of authority. These women went straight to the authorities to complain about their father's inheritance. When we are grieved in the church, who do we speak to? Our God is a God of order, and he has put people in the places of authority in churches so that order can be maintained. Sometimes things happen in the church, and the authorities are not aware because they were not told. If these women had gone round the different tribes in Israel to complain and murmur about their grievance and somehow Moses got to know about it he wouldn't have taken them seriously. He would have discarded it with a wave of the hand as women's talk that should not be reckoned with. These women were also prompt in approaching the authorities. If they had bottled up their grievance, their father's inheritance would have been passed on to their uncles, but because they spoke out at the right time, they were in the right position to prevent it. The scripture says in Proverbs fifteen twenty three b and a word spoken in due season, how good is it? They took a bold step, Despite the rigid societal norm that was in existence in their day, these women took a bold step and stood before the authorities at the doorway of the Tabernacle of Meetings. The entrance of the Tabernacle of Meeting was a sacred place where the authorities took their seats or a stand, and because of its sacredness, it would be expected that no one would be allowed to move close to the authorities, much less women. There would have been barriers in place to ensure tight security. These women overcame the roadblocks null and pressed forward amid the crowd, they were unstoppable, and they were undaunted until they got to their destination at the doorway to voice out their grievance. Moses had no choice but to listen, and he immediately took their case to God. They took responsibility for their own lives. These women knew what they wanted. They were not sentimental about it. They took their lives into their own hands with the view that they would be accountable. They believed they were peculiar and determined to fulfill God's purpose for their lives, their background and family history notwithstanding. They refused to suffer for the sins of their father. In Ezekiel 18, 2, God challenged the proverb among the people in the land of Israel, which says, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. God was against that proverb and commanded the Israelites not to use it again and emphasised that it is the soul that sins that should die. When these women presented their case before the authorities, they said their father died in his sin. What sin? The sin of complaining and murmuring against God. These women were wise enough not to follow after their father's footsteps that led to his death. They took the proper steps when they were grieved, and that was why they got the desired result. They demanded their rightful inheritance. These women made a demand for their inheritance, and they gave it all it took. Sometimes when we are faced with the battles of possessing what rightfully belongs to us, what God has freely given to us, we become passive and complacent about it. We believe God will fight our battles for us without lifting a finger. Victory over battles of life is not won in complacency. There is a part we need to play, and God also has His role to play. Most times, God is waiting for us to play our role before He intervenes in our situations. And that is why it is imperative to know what God would have us do and what God is saying concerning our cases. In 1 Chronicle twelve thirty-two, God was speaking concerning the sons of Isachar that they had an understanding of the times, and they knew what Israel ought to do. In another scripture, Matthew 11 12, and from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. This scripture indicates that even in our day, we have to take the kingdom our possessions, our rightful inheritance by force, and this was what these women demonstrated. They had a fighting spirit, and a fighting spirit is a winning spirit. They fought for their inheritance, and they got it. We have been called to fight the good fight of faith according to 1 Timothy 6:12. They were passionate about a change. These women changed the course of history because of their passion for change. They did it relevant until that passion was fed. They destroyed laid down structures of the society that were put in place by the traditions of men, which hindered the progress of the female gender in their day. They challenged the status quo and brought about a positive change that impacted their generation and many generations after them because they voiced out. When Moses presented their case before God, God said to Moses, The daughters of Zelophehad had spoke what is right. They got divine approval for their claim. Their claim automatically became law, a statute of judgment. God said henceforth, when a man dies without a son, his inheritance should be passed on to his daughters. Change is made null to happen. It does not occur by mere confession. It results from deliberate and calculated actions taken. There are catalogs of women that God used in the scriptures. One of the major factors that inhibit women from being change agents in the hands of our master is fear. The fear of what will people say? What if it doesn't work? And the fear of past failures. Until we conquer the spirit of fear, we aren't going anywhere. We'll only be moved and saddened in our hearts by what we see every day. In the book of Esther, chapter 4 and 5, Esther conquered her fears after fasting and praying for three days with her people, she took action, and God reversed the irreversible. It's not just enough to pray. Works must back our faith. We must move and take action as His Spirit leads us. God is counting on us as women in this end time, and we cannot afford to let Him down. Women rise and take action. It is not by power. It is not by might but by His Spirit. Amen, and Amen.